Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. I can't just, I just can't always be on. I say this every week. I said, I'm not, I'm not Ozzy Osbourne. I can't be perfect every time out. But you know what is perfect? Ozzy. Other than Ozzy. Being back for another episode. I'm actually seeing Ozzy uh, when he comes to Virginia. Get the hell out of here. That's awesome. So we know what that means. We've got guests, and we're back for the next episode of the RVA Returners Podcast. Boys, welcome back. Welcome back. Today, I am joined by three special guests. We have two members of the Fredericksburg Turks. We have Curtis Kang and Stephen Arboleto. And we have a very special guest. I, my, my nips are milking right now. That's uh, Danny Diaz from the Pocket Crew down in uh, Pocosin. And as always, I'm your host, Chris Adams. And joining me, as always, my partner in crime, Adam Lane. Boys, Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks for, Dude, thanks for being here. We just finished up our uh, Soldier Showdown tournament. Um, yeah. Curtis Kang took it, and uh, yeah, Stephen finished second. Good job. Man, that game uh, <laughs> so bad. You still I, talking about it? Yeah, man. Like, I suck. We got cleansed by the Layla. Oh, you, you got washed. I'll tell you. <laughs> Layla, <laughs> Layla took, took Stephen to the laundromat, but we'll get into that. But you know what we <laughs> like to start with around these parts? The news. First news, um, we haven't been we haven't been on since Stephen. Stephen Arboleta won the LCQ up in Maryland. What was the name of the shop up there, boys? Uh, Neverland Games. Neverland Games. Stephen Arboleta coming out on top, getting his nationals qualifier. Not only doing that, going undefeated in Swiss, and that is Ron leaving the building and Colin. Boys, great job today. Two of the uh, cornerstones of our community. What a game today. <laughs> Colin, thanks for coming, brother. Good job, buddy. So yeah, two cornerstones of our community leaving the building. Uh, both had a really good day of cards. But um, where I was saying, Stephen actually winning his LCQ, I said not only winning the event but going undefeated the whole day. That's some, yeah. that's never easy. Um, playing mono lighting, which like literally the day before you were just like, yeah, I don't like this deck. <laughs> I believe that was the exact noise. I think I'll go back to Windows. Yeah, I believe that was the exact noise you made. So uh, so how how was your experience there, Stephen? It was pretty good, man. Uh, first matchup was against Ice, mm -hmm. and I thought it was Turbo for a second until they wound up playing like discarding an Orphan. I was pretty confused because they had like the Jespers and a bunch of little ground. Oh, loose! Yeah, I was, I was confused, but um, after I got that match out of the way and took it, I was confident. I was pretty happy, pretty happy with yep. it. So I, I took the first one and I got that out of the way, and then the whole day kind of pretty much went steamrolled. I, I I drew everything I needed. I made Every optimal play Your I had dog, available. Just swallow the Snickers first. <laughs> you turn into a diva when you're hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's got nougat stuck between his teeth. Some bitch. This nougat's so good. <laughs> it is. And, you know, hungry I mean, and wildly. I made every optimal play that I could have. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it showed. I mean, I went the whole thing. I didn't even lose a single match in, uh, in top eight. Yeah. No, I mean, it was a great play on your end, man. Uh, what would you say your MVP of the day was? Adea, she's a bad bitch. Adea, you heard it here first, boys. Adea, she's a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. It's true. Dude, it's, it's just crazy when you get to, like, you have five backups, you pop the backup into Adea and then into an Adea special. Adea is the new rated, bro. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the equivalent of cash money taking over for the 9-9 mm -hmm. in 2000. I'm pretty, pretty certain. <laughs> pretty certain. So great job to you, Steven. Uh, and speaking of LQs, um, we got, like, the official news on the last chance qualifier at Nationals. Turns out, it's a hidden crystal cup. It is the dark crystal cup. And, you know, I think the 
biggest thing come out of that is, um, well, two things. The first thing is, if you're already qualified, you can't play in. I'm which a little, I, I'm a little sad, but I understand. Right, I and, and, and I, I just want the box. Right, and that was leading to the next, <laughs> the box for this one is Sephiroth, which I know mm-hmm. I don't I don't really care so much about. Granted, I'm, I want the box because I'm now I'm kind of collecting them all, but like. Sephiroth's a very popular character, and you know it's just something that people want and they enjoy. But uh, the big thing, the big thing about not being able to play if you're already qualified, I like that because it does it does make it like a true last chance qualifier, and that's huge. Um, <laughs> the the other big thing there is um I know um a point of contention where it was people were kind of upset that it was it was recently disclosed that it was an LQ, uh, 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 a Crystal Cup. Right. First, it was it had this whole time, and it had just been kind of advertised as a last chance qualifier event. And I know that's kind of gotten some people up in a bunch. I think like, it's fine. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, um, the only, the, I think the only thing that anybody could be salty about is that you can't just get the box if you want Well, it. that, I'm glad you said that too, because it is a Crystal Cup, but the winner does not get three buys. Yeah. Like the other Crystal Cup winners. Oh. Do. So I know people were pretty upset about that too. But hmm. yeah, but also too. But if you're already there for Nats, you can get the box for playing side events and making top thirty-two. Apparently, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You can get the separate box. Top thirty-two gets separate box of Nats, and then any of those side events. If you like win, I think you get the box. Yep. And keep in mind, they have gotten closer to the event. You, if you are not qualified, you cannot go into the arena for Nats. You can't go into the venue when the tournament's going on, which is a shame. So I mean, for those people that. You know, like myself, I am. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to finish things up in PA uh, next weekend. But I'm still flying out though, out there for the uh, LCQ. And if I don't win that, I'll be upset that I can't go into the tournament. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to hang out. Yeah. I'll probably be. I'll be sitting right outside the door, all pouty faced, watching it on stream. Worst place to be in them, LA, right? Right. Exactly. Oh no, I'm in LA for the weekend. Oh, oh no, <laughs> yeah, poor me. Right. If you didn't make it, I'd be okay as long as Kagiyama personally kicked me off the venue. I oh man, yeah! I want to walk in and have him like, kind of like Fresh Prince, like jazz me just <laughs> out the front door. I'd be really excited about that. That's a story. Oh, it'd, it'd, it'd be the best. It's for podcast gold is what I look for these days, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get banned. So we're, we're trying to get Square to ban us from future events. <laughs> oh no, 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 not when you have. The, no, I got my glasses with the nose and mustache. <laughs> they won't even so know it's they, you. They won't, I'm telling you, it works every time. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's really the big news coming out of like the entire community. But um, you know, when we start talking about communities, one thing we're working on here coming up as uh, as just a um, as a state, you know, the three every all the stores are going to kind of the three big stores I should say are going to get together. We want to do a community day where we do demos. You know, I'm going to be building some pauper decks just to give out to people, just because I mean, a it's a good way to get rid of some bulk, and you mm-hmm. can make you know pauper being a very unexplored format, you can make some pretty you know relatively competitive decks out of those commons and rares. So giving those out to people who are curious about the game, having promos to give out, you know, maybe doing a little funzy tournament that's free to enter with some prizes. I know we were talking about like having the good players do gunslingers and like yep. giving the people like foils. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, think that'll be fun. You just get like random foils. I volunteer to be the scrubness. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You, you, well, you're in. Welcome aboard. Well, <laughs> drop your pants and meet your coworkers. What? You're in. <laughs> but yeah, so that's gonna be a fun thing because uh, you know we're always looking to grow the community here, and we have people that are on the fence. And I think having a day where we can kind of just celebrate the game and have people who are, you know, maybe they're not as good, and allowing them to kind of compete at a, on a level playing field where people like us are kind of sitting out and you know we're going to do some we're going to do some gunslingers we're going to do some demos we're going to, like we really want to entice people to come and then you know if they want to start playing competitively we'll just uh we'll just put Curtis in front of them and let them slap them into shape real quick <laughs> Cobra Kai Dojo but um 
That's right. Sweep the leg. That's right. We sweep the sweep leg around the these parts. And speaking of sweeping the leg, Curtis, you uh, took home the Soldier uh, Soldier Showdown today. I keep wanting to call it the Soldier Series, but it's the Soldier Showdown. Um, I like that better. Oh, too. It's a, it was a showdown, a battle of ages, except for the grand finals where uh, somebody got took to taken to the laundromat. <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? I'm sensitive. I know you are. That's, I'm sensitive. But that's okay. So um, you guys, the three of you, uh, Adam and I sat out today. Um, we had 21 people. We sat out to do commentary. So thank you for everybody who actually tuned in and listened. Um, we had some, you know, we actually had some killers in the chat. You know, Sam Prime was in there. Cody was in there. Okimoto. I believe Ricefields was hanging out in there. RB was hanging out for a little while. Um, and if you were in there and I didn't mention your name, I'm a turd. But thank you for watching. We appreciate that. You know, we had friends telling friends. But it was a good event. We had five rounds of Swiss with a top eight cut. And uh, all three of you, actually, Stephen, Curtis, and Danny, all three of you made top eight. Um, I guess we'll start with you, Danny. How was? How'd you do today? How was your record? What were you playing the whole nine? You know the drill. Yeah, absolutely. So I was actually considering playing Ice Wind Moogles. So this list that came out of, I think it was like uh, one of the Master Series over in Japan. Sure. And I just took out the Chocobo package, and that's too complicated for me. And I put in some <laughs> more aggressive cards, fit my style. And then this morning, I was like, well, didn't really get the reps in. Mm -hmm. right? So let's let's play something tried and true. So I took out Signs out of retirement. Of course. Good deck. The, uh, the deck that I, that I won uh, qualifier over in Yorktown. Oh, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember all <laughs> too well. Yeah. So I said, yeah, we'll go with this one. Um, went 3-0-1, oh, 3-1-1 one, one in Swiss. Right. Yep, because keep in mind we um because you know, we don't have the software we didn't have it set up to where we you know, we we let draws count for a point it's fine it's no big deal right on so um, yeah I felt like I was uh, I was pretty comfortable throughout mm -hmm. the day um, my only loss was the hunter mm -hmm. uh, he just controlled more really really well as he does mm -hmm. and then uh, first match of top cuts was against Steven. And we had some nail biters of the game, man. I gotta so say, my my only loss in Swiss was to Danny game one, mm -hmm. and so then we go into um, our top match, and the first match was really close. I mean, I had he had me at five. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had him at five, and I look again every time I play him, it looks like I have most of the control of the board for the most part, and then he just does a random play, that just sweeps me by the legs and yeah. takes it mm -hmm. over. The, the, uh, the one that I'm not gonna forget is uh, you drop a Stinian. Mm -hmm. I had two cards in hand. I don't think I had Ford on board. And he's like, all right, we're going to go to combat. And I just had, had just enough CP to cast the Ramu and then finish off the Stinny with the Altanod ping. And that saved me a turn. I drew a Hasty Boy next turn, got that one. Game two is very close. And then game three, uh, you were pretty in control of that one. Um, but great series, man. Great little matches. Um, yeah, today was fantastic, man. Uh, turn I was great. Uh, we had killers all over the place. Yeah, we had, uh, We were saying there was five qualified players in this tournament. You know, the three of you, you had Hunter, and then you had Spencer. That's right. So we were sitting there. When, you know, a quarter of the field are Nationals qualified players, you know, you know you're going to have a good tournament. So moving right along, Steven, how'd you do today? Um, yeah, my only my only loss in Swiss was to Danny. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, <laughs> me and uh, Curtis, we we. we I did the game, but we still played it out. Sure. And uh, the match was very one-sided. I went into this top finals pretty confident. I was like, all right, I swept them before. I'm going to do it again. No. Not today. Not today. That was he, pretty planned. He, <laughs> got the, he got the best of me. He, he, gave, he gave me my hopes up in Swiss just to knock me down in the finals. Yeah, he, had, he had to keep you in check. He had to check you. <laughs> you know, he, had to, he had to Rick James, Charlie Murphy. He had to... Yeah, but well, my, my match pretty much was against Scions. Afterwards, I played against DGS. Mm -hmm. That match was really grindy just because I didn't play any backups. It was just forward and keeping cards at hand and kind of timing what I'm doing with my ETBs. Sounds about right. Um, afterwards, I, I don't remember the rest of my matches after that pretty much until I played Curtis and mm -hmm. made the top cut. But um, I think I did pretty well for the most part. 
Yeah, finished second. Got that uh, that nice little Moogle plush, which I know y'all switched like immediately. Like Curtis wanted the plush, you wanted the bus. So in the car, I'm like, I want the bus. He's like, I just want the plush. I was like, Well, whatever. We'll 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 win it all, and then we we'll just swap. <laughs> Turns out you were right. You were right. So great job today, man. Uh, Curtis, the champ, big dog. How'd you do? I did pretty well. well. We know how you did. Just yeah. to, to tell tell those who who didn't hear, witness it. We're here. We're here to witness it. Yeah. So let's see. What I, I don't even remember what I really played against today. I know I lost to Danny in Swiss. It was my mm -hmm. only true loss. Um, and then everything else is a blur. I just remember Data Loomers and Zidane's and Walls. So and, many Data Loomers. Yeah. So many Data Loomers. Well, we'll say one thing too. We noticed. Um, we feel like you're not playing Earthwind unless you flip a Star Sybil on EX burst. It happened every game at least once. Oh yeah, I play through them. It, it, it's uh, it's. It's the bane of my existence, clearly, but it, without fail, without fail, every game. And then I think you got triple Cactar more times than I've ever seen happen with anybody. Yeah, and then against Hunter in top four, he hit me twice and it was like double star civil. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Well, we watched He's that. Awesome. <laughs> no, we, we definitely saw that for sure. But uh, it sounds like you had a good game, a good day of cards overall. Three of you guys, congrats on top eight. You know. Y'all, what did y'all think? Did y'all enjoy the tournament? Oh, we, we definitely want to do this on a monthly basis, you know, have cool prizes like that, you know, really just give it back to the community. Yeah, I mean, this tournament was, like, so much fun, and, like, I love coming down here, like, to play in any event that you guys host, especially, like, title format or, you know, this or just the regular weeklies. You know? Yeah, we appreciate that. Now, one thing we do, when I do want to mention, um, you know, it, it, it didn't cause an issue, but we, we allowed, since, the, again, it goes back to the tournament software, you know, we didn't really have it. Like we used whatever software Battlegrounds has. You know, shout out to Battlegrounds for hosting this tournament today. And we allowed for intentional draws. Now, here's the thing: in the rules, in the comprehensive rules, it says nothing about double loss. It says nothing about a draw being no points. <coughs> and also, this isn't an official sanctioned event. But also, at the same time, too, I, I didn't want to make anybody upset if, the, in the rules, it was like, "Hey, a draw is a double loss," but it says it nowhere in there. So thankfully, we're okay because yeah. you know I, I want to try to keep it as fair as possible because I, I, what we are starting to get, and this is what happens in any card game tournament, you get people in the later rounds that are, you know, they're undefeated. They can they can draw their way into top eight at this point or into the top cut. It happens at every. It, it, you, you, you're you're naive to think that it doesn't happen in every other card I think game that's on planet. Earth. Square wants to do the, likes to do the double loss because you can't do that. They sure. Also oh, don't allow you to concede. Yeah. You right. can't. They will not. Uh, it's a true. Square event. They will not like. Exactly. It. And granted, too, like, and the main reason uh, there were a couple people, and they weren't upset about it. But if it, because the top eight was actually pretty clean when you look at the standings. Yeah, I mean. I think we already kind of knew what it was going to look at look like at the end. Mm -hmm. and it did make me a little uncomfortable, but at the same time, like it was already done the, the round previously. So yeah, and, and I want to make sure that you know maybe in the future, and this is something me is you know we don't you know I don't really run events that often. That if we're going to allow it, we just close that up front because again, it's not an official sanctioned event, mm -hmm. and you know draws are bound to happen. That's why we give the extra time in each round too to prevent that from happening. So maybe in the future. We'll mention something like that, or next time we'll just say, "Hey, like just like official square rules, you draw it's a double loss." Yeah. So 
again, I don't think nobody was upset, but it, it was brought up a couple times. I want to make sure that, you know, for you know those who did bring it up that, you know, I definitely have, I want to have everybody's best interest at heart because, you know, this is supposed to be a fun community. We're not, we're not looking to grind people out of things. We're not looking to scum people out of things. We want people to come play this game and have a good time. So I, I, I guess I want to, I just want to say I apologize if it ruffled anybody's feathers. Um, not that it was a, it, it ended up not being a big deal, but if it, if it ends up being a big deal in the future, or so that's a takeaway someone maybe got from this term, like, Oh, I could just draw my way in the top, you know, We'll 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 evaluate that for the next one and make sure that either a we just close it up front or we just don't allow it. So that's all. That's so polio blankets coming off. I, I I put it on. I put it on without letting anybody know. I was over by the fire this whole time. You fools. I've been on this whole time. This guy and that. I'm glad it's on because we're actually we're moving on to you, Danny. You are kind of the the focal point of this um of this podcast. You know we have this is other than Adam other than Adam Duncan like you're the only. You know, Pocosin, you know, Hampton Roads player that's been on our podcast, and that hurts. Like, that hurts. It gets me right here. And I couldn't think of a better way to start than doing a player spotlight on Danny Diaz. Okay. So, we're going to, we're going, we're, you know, I'm doing my best uh, Cody Snodgrass impression here. We're, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Just kind of, you know, going to shoot the shit next to the fire, man. Sounds good. Is your, is your blanket comfortable? Yeah, we're comfy, man. We're good. Love that. Love that. So, so tell, tell us, how'd you get into the game? When did you get in the game, and, you know, what, you know, what is it that got you into it? Sure, sure. So, um, uh, started playing right after the release of Opus 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, never actually heard of the, of the card game. Right? Funny that. Uh, I remember I was actually uh, into Hearthstone, and my brother, who's a big Final Fantasy fan, mm-hmm. I am too, but he's like the Final Fantasy guru, came into my room one day. He was like, hey, man, you know Final Fantasy is TCG? And I said, no, I don't. And he said, you want to try it out? There's a store pretty close to us that carries stock. And I looked at him, and I was like, no. And he goes, well, why is that? And I said, well, the TCGs, man, they're expensive, you know? You got to collect. You need space for them. I was like, look, Hearthstone, digital, everything right there in the computer. Um, but sure enough, he was like, let's just go check it out. I really want to check it out. So I went to the store, uh, bought a couple starter decks. And I remember I went home that day. I bought the 10 starter deck. He had the 13 one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it's like he's already outvalued you. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but I remember I got like the Riku and the Pain and the Unit out there, and that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, loved it. Mm-hmm. Went back the next day. I said, Vince, what do you got? He said, I got a box of Opus 1, Opus 2. I said, I'll take it. And that was the, the, the humble beginnings. Um, I remember there was only maybe four or five of us at, at Pocket that would play pretty continuously, and I got I got my ass kicked pretty hard the first mm-hmm. like few months because those guys were playing since launch. Um, but I learned a lot, and uh, yeah, just love this game. I love this game, and I love this community. Excellent. Back on what you said on there, because uh-huh. I remember my own room wanted to get me into the game, and I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. I know TCGs. I know how I am with hobbies. Right. I'm not taking this to 20, and then you just play the game once. Game's addictive. And it's, you're just stuck. It, is. it really is. Um, so, yeah. Uh, never played a game of Hearthstone after that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> really nice, nice. I, I heard Adam. Yeah, I, 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 I can play. I can feel him like doubling over there. I don't. I, it's a time waster for me. Yeah. Oh, for just, I'd rather play Final Fantasy. Oh man, me too. If they ever had uh, other than Octagon, if they ever had like a digital version of this game, man, I'd be, I'd be in in like a dirty shirt. <laughs> so, Danny, what is your when you talk about like your favorite deck to play? Like, we're, let's back that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. What what is your play style? Do you like to play more controlly games, more like tempo based? Are you an aggressive player? Like, when, when what style of deck revs your engine? And then that's going to lead into what has been. I guess this is kind of a two part question. What style do you like to play? And what has been your since you've been playing the game? What has been your favorite deck to play? Yeah, that's a hard question because I try to play a little bit of everything, right? Sure. Like I try to increase my card IQ by seeing a little bit of everything. But you heard that? You hear that, that, you hear that was, here? That's yeah. how you do it. 
the Come depth that was my first like baby was mono water, mm-hmm. and I call it really slow water because it was like summon heavy. You know, we're taking like three, four points advantage while we're coming back, right? Yep. That was kind of my thing up until I opus four, and then I jumped on the ice train because uh, that six hundred was just real good. Uh, Turns out. Yeah, uh, I think my first run with you guys was at the Cafe Cup. Yep. Yeah. I was uh, playing the mono ice. Um, really enjoy this. So I kind of lean towards a more control style. Mm-hmm. I like to play a little slow. I like to get my backs going. Uh, I don't sweat the first few points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, with this release here, Scions is really, really good. Now, mm-hmm. the thing that I think is um, key with any deck is you have to be able to match anybody's tempo. Absolutely. Right? So the thing with Scions is you can kind of go, you can go hyper-aggressive. We can go mid-range. Mm-hmm. I got cards in there that will go control. So it, it very much fits my play style. Mm-hmm. So definitely been digging that. Um, but with that being said, uh, after after the qualifier in Yorktown, mm-hmm. I've just been having lots of fun, man. I've just been grabbing cards from Opus 1 that nobody really knows about. I'm like, let's build a deck around that. Love that. that goes. Absolutely um, love that. I think uh, last week I was jamming Genesis, Avatar, and Lich as a board wipe. So oh, yeah. Just giving that a shot. You know, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just trying to see lots of different cards. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that helps. Nice, nice. Helps. So since you like to look at a lot of different cards and play a lot of different deck styles, if you had to pick one card as your favorite, what's your favorite card in this game? Oh, man, one card. You only pick one. If you had to pick the card that's like, you know, like I love Saban, Adam loves Irianje. I don't know what Curtis likes. That Steven loves Adia. Hey, I didn't even have to tell him. He knew. Oh, I just know this stuff. If you had to pick the one card that just revs your engine, what is it? It's probably... Probably heroic ash. Yeah, like yeah, good card. A lot. Um, I'm a big fan. Even before Rassler came out, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, this card can do everything." Yeah, this card can do everything. It hoses up the light ma- the ice matchup, great against Al Sid. It, uh, yeah, it plays into the fact that I really like twelve, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a funny story about Toronto. My Toronto experience actually. Yeah, you were part of that. It really it, it plays into the whole ash thing. So, I was going to be running. I think it was Mono Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the morning of the tournament, well, the night of, I had a dream. And it had something to do with Final Fantasy XII, I don't really remember. And I woke up and I was like, we're jamming Mono Water because I think Ash is in the stream. And she ran out three of Ash. So that's what I ended up running. And then that audible almost uh, paid off for me pretty well. But yeah, Ash, always been there. It's like, we'll attack, we'll activate ourselves at first strike. Go ahead, choose me with something. I love it. Well, she is a fox, that's for sure. <laughs> that's you you could have worse dreams about characters. That is a way to put it. So would you say also twelve is probably your favorite Final Fantasy game? Or do you have a... Um... There's one, if you had like a Desert Island game, you had whatever system you need to play it, you can, you can only have one. Mm-hmm. What is your Desert Island Final Fantasy? Uh, it's Don't. actually probably 10. That's fine. And, it's a good story. Get uh, you right really, here. Yeah, it really feels. happened. You know, I've been playing Final Fantasy since I was really young, but a lot of the older games, I think I was too young to really appreciate. That's understandable. Right. That actually happens a lot. Yeah, so like 7, for example. like I have lots of images in my head of playing 7, but I don't really comprehensively remember it very well. 10 was the one that I think I was old enough to like actually play through it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, I had the cutscenes, the voice acting. Was, oh, the oh, laugh, man, the tightest laugh. Uh, but 10 and 12 uh, really stand out for me, for sure. Nice. Nice. So, uh, obviously, you've qualified for Nationals, lest we all forget. <laughs> um, have you been what? Have you been testing? Have you been looking at different decks? I know uh, Adam was saying that you're on Octagon like quite a bit, like yeah. a few nights a week, just really jam. And it show it shows in your play that you you get the looks, you have the reps. What um, any uh, I don't know if, uh, if you don't want to divulge your secrets, go ahead. But have you uh, actually? I'll ask it more open ended. Have you been testing various decks for nationals? Yeah, so I have been experimenting a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
wanted to get really serious for these qualifiers. Sure. Right. So I picked pretty what I consider pretty serious economic signs right up there. Mm -hmm. uh, since then, it has been I need to try a little bit of everything. Sure. And I need to go on Octagon and play with just tons of different people. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, you know, I have three or four guys that, that go to pocket down there for that they're they're always trying to jam on Octagon too. So since Opus Six came out, I would say I've been putting in more hours, getting those reps on than than ever before. Sure. Um, it's because there's stakes now, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to fly uh, to the other side of the country and scrub out real hard. We're exactly. not trying to do that. So. That's absolutely smart. That's the that's the way to do it. This this is you know a lot of like this like this. I think while I think the attendance the attendance is small, there's no thinking there. The attendance is definitely smaller than it was last year. But I, I think the competition is going to be much better this year. I think people like the 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 good that comes with having to grind out these qualifiers is that. You have to earn your spot to go this time, as opposed to oh, we don't have enough people. First people that sign up get to go. That's really now, weird. Yeah, That's now weird. it's like the, the the players who were there had to earn that spot. So you're not going to just walk in and walk over anybody. Like you're going to from round one to the finals, you're gonna you're gonna be in a just a just a knockdown, dragged out slobber knocker with everybody you're playing against. Especially if everybody starts, you know, if people while they're testing, kind of come to similar conclusions, right? Like, this is one of those chances where you could have a magic pro tour style moment where, like, what if half the field come, comes to the realization that, well, just for example, Icewater Vikings is the best deck in the format, and now you've got to play seven rounds of that shit. <laughs> like, it's very, very possible that happens, or they all come to the conclusion, you know, Mono Lightning's a safe bet. You play that shit five rounds in a row, or you play Mono Ice five rounds, and you know what I mean? Like, this could potentially happen there because you're not like this is an event where people are not just going to be experimenting and playing something janky. They're going to be playing something they have tested. They have, it's locked. It's loaded. So like I, I think this is I think this is huge. And just from a competitive standpoint, like we're now we're going to start seeing like like kind of like a format where you know you've got five decks. If you're not playing one of these five decks or something, I think there's going to be a lot of surprises at Nats. I really do. I think a lot of people are going to be coming with like. They're gonna be tested weird stuff. I mean, sure. Gen Con was an indication, right? Yeah. A couple, couple of surprises. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, no one was expected Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah. I, but people have been people were talking about that engine, like the Furion Sid Two mm -hmm. was kind of where that's where people were looking at, and that's kind of as far as they got. Like, right. how do I put yep. the rest of this together? And them, uh, them, uh, what's his last name, Wells Stephen? Wellsbacher. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard the story about the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard the. You, uh, I, I you're saying him, his name wrong I and call, keep on. I called him his brother. <laughs> oh, you him. called him his okay. Yeah, so I, I, I called him Jordan Wells. Yeah, when I was just dead. Yeah, in the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the the Wellsbachers put that deck together pretty primo, and I think that that deck caught a lot of people off guard. So I agree. I think there will be a deck at nationals or two, but the thing is, they're not going to be jank. Yeah. They're going to be well-oiled machines, and you know everybody's got to kind of be on that same level. I don't think it's going to be jank. I just think there's going to be surprises. Sure. Yeah. Well, everything's everything's kind of jank up until it's not, right? Like after the first it. time, the first iteration of that two deck, they were like, "This is just janky." Like, look at mm -hmm. colors in here, and then it performed. The the, the Mambo they took like, I didn't I didn't see that coming. What took it last year? Mm -hmm. How it low to the ground, fast. Well, I think what happens is. Like a lot of decks in this game, kind of have that money ball syndrome where they look like shit on paper. Yeah. Like you're like, what is this fifty card pile? But then when you start playing the game, you're just like, oh wow, that all works together. That just flows very, very well. And there's a lot of that in this game. And I, I, I think a perfect example of that is the DGS Turbo deck. You're like, 
how does that work? That just seems like it slows the deck down. Nope. Turns out it makes it exponentially better. <laughs> it's actually been really interesting seeing the evolution of, of ice going into mm -hmm. turbo and then into the DGS list. Like I remember at the beginning I was like, Oh look, they're not running accessors anymore because he's too slow and it was like slowly just changed. Then you start to see like locks, like the, the Yeah, locks have And you know, I was talking the other day um, about, you know, I really want to make fire ice a thing. But I just I think the six package is not good enough in that archetype anymore. I mean, look at look at JFB's list. Yeah, that, that's a perfect example. <laughs> Freeman Birch's newest list, nay nary a six card in no there. No Saban in there at all. No Saban. I, I don't think I don't think it has Setzer. I don't think it has no, I don't think it has no Lock either. Cards. Yeah, there's no six cards at all. Wow. Yeah, it's all just like pingy burn stuff. The top Nidhogg. end has like Renoa, Nidhog, Camelot. Like it's a like the, the build is very different and. Just this, it's you know we I know we had talked about the six engine like we were like oh it'll never be bad it's not bad but turns out it's not as optimally as it's it used still to good. be. I mean look at Hunter today. Well, sure. Hunter was running the full Monty. Well, well, I think I think it it may it's the backbone of Tempo Ice, but I think you're starting when, to see a cut from there too. A lot of lists are running like just Celis. Yeah, and I'm gonna ask you guys too, and I know I'm, I mentioned it in the tournament today. Uh, the temp uh, all the ice builds are still running three Austin, even the Tempo with. Vikings being what it is in the meta is Sid Alstein good enough to be in that deck still? Because how I, how often you are you really going to get it? You off? can set up a Flan turn pretty easily. Mm -hmm. I mean, Flan with one other discard card in your hand with like four or five backup setup, you're still going to mm -hmm. stay in them. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to run three, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's still in there. Sure. Even with like Turbo uh, with like the Jester. Well, he's, he's, he's Turbo. That's yeah. the best deck for him. Yeah, because like down. even with like Turbo, like even if they have a bunch of Vikings, you can like basically make it not. Even a factor because if they draw a bottom bike, you just make them get rid of it, and then you can still do the same thing. So I mean, eh, it's still a good card. I don't think every deck should be running three of right now if mm -hmm. everyone starts playing like Vikings, like mm -hmm. back to back. But uh, right now, I think you need it for everything else. Sure. And uh, Danny, what do you think um, going into nationals? Is there? I know we kind of talked about this in our Cactar correspondence. What? If there if there is anything you could think is maybe is like a surprise or something you think is just going to maybe dominate the tournament from a numbers standpoint, what do you think it's going to be? Um, in terms of like like uh, popularity. Yeah, like if you if you're to see like a meta breakdown, what do you think is going to be like the top of that list? Probably Vikings. You think so? Honestly, it'd be Viking X. Sure. Become his own little archetype. And, you know, I like to do it in, uh, in ice water, but like with Curtis playing today. Mm -hmm. You know, his deck was fine without the Vikings, and I think I just, like, put it over the top to get there. <laughs> uh, just, the, just, I mean, so much pressure, so much resource generation. Yeah, and there, there were times where I felt like, Curtis, you had awkward hands where you had to play something because you had too many cards in your hand. Oh, yeah, I get that problem all the time with the deck. <laughs> First world problems, am I right? Yeah. First place problems. So Hashtag. I think, I think we're going to see people try to try to make that work the most and get the most value out of that. Um, I've been trying to make that medical. I'm jamming. I'm jamming on five Emperor and everything I'm running now. Mm -hmm. Trying to stop that a little bit. Um, but, yeah. Vikings. Ice, ice, ice. Oh, yes. Anytime they draw a card, yeah. I was trying to figure out what you're talking about. Bl plus five. Which, yep. which could be good because I could. Honestly, Sid Randall's very good against them too. Yep. Yes. So actually, uh, the deck that I've been running for fun was kind of taxes, where I've been doing Sid Randall and Remedy, because that'll, mm -hmm. that'll blow that out of the water. Yeah. I mean, just Sid Randall alone. Like, hey, you want to pay four for your Viking, or do you want to pay like three for your crappy one K Viking? Yep. And now you can't, like, if you don't, you can't block the next turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. you can lose the draw out of it. Yeah. And that, that was my mindset going into Gen Con with it, because I knew Vikings were going to be big. And I actually turned, I actually looked back through the matches. I went 4-2. and two. Every match I dropped Sid Randall, I won. Yeah, I so. think it's really cool what, it's, what the Vikings are doing to the meta, actually. When you're yeah. seeing people play cards like Battle 4, the 2CP, yeah. and Orlando, 
And they're 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 also playing cards that deal with recursion, like Inuo and Mono Lightning. I feel like more people need to be running those. I think I think reco- we, I was actually saying today. I think, and I don't know. We're, we're going to do it again. I think some of the best cards you could be playing right now are white ma- or green mage or the white white, white mage, mage. Uh, Grace Felgar. Yep. And Inuo, things that stop recursion is so strong right now in this game with cards like Ajito running around. Cards like Layla getting those Vikings back. Cards like Gal. Cards like Lena. It, like the, the the break zone has become such a legit extension of this game now. It, it, it's it's no longer just a dead zone for cards. And then now they're starting they're starting to realize it, so they're printing these cards that just remove that all from the equation. And I think a lot of decks, if they get Graceful Guard, they're done. Like they're like they're just done. Mm-hmm. And I think Una Una Chaos is really strong helping against that too. Because if they don't hit the break zone, can't recur it. <laughs> Lopez so. Archfiends is really just crying in the corner right now. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Which is why I like the Viking package in Earthwind. Yeah. You get to play Yuna as well if you have to. Yeah, because then, then you also have stuff like, you, you, but you have so much more recursion, right? You have Layla, you have your Minfilias, you have Miners. You have, like Again, there's so, like that deck is, or that style of deck is just the poster child for all of that recursion that I was oh, talking about. Yeah. So it's good. Like it's really, really good. And there's a lot of that going on. And all those cards you mentioned too, White Mage in particular. Is a little gem, man. Mm-hmm. Being able to fizzle one ability like a Zemus or the Layla or any of that. Oh yeah, for just being able, nothing. Yeah, and you can just do it on reactions. Like, oh, cool. You wanted to get that? Nope. It reminds me of the Phantom Zone projector from the old versus game, where yeah. they would pick a card from their break zone, you would or discard pile, you would tap it and say, no, remove that from the game. Really strong, really strong. But um, you know what we're gonna do here? You know, this is gonna be a shorter episode. They're rushing us out of the store. They close at eight. We're gonna make a couple last second announcements. Um, well, I mean, like the first thing I, I want to say too, since we got Daniel on, because yeah. remember our first oh, match. Oh, dude, yes, I, we always do this. Um, so we've heard Adam's <laughs> side of the forty-five second stare down or forty-five <laughs> minute stare down. I have yet to hear that from your side. Like, uh, you know, we we it comes up quite a bit that uh, the Kefka Cup finals. Mm-hmm. I think we were both tired. Where well, a because you cool, well, a because you played like a three hour set against Hunter in top four, so you, your batteries were empty. Like just you, you were running on fumes at that point. But obviously, you're sitting there. Like you look at your cards, you look at Adam. You look back at your cards, you look at him. Adam's just looking at his cards, like just doesn't well, look he up. He passed me, but I didn't realize he had passed me. So I thought he was like trying to figure out what he was doing in his main two. Mm-hmm. So like I'm standing trying to figure out what my answers are, and. I, like I guess every time we were like looking up at each other, we didn't like. It was just it was like one of these. Whoop, whoop, yeah, like one of those romantic comedies where like. She and then on the bus it and wasn't then. until mm-hmm. Chris was like sitting there. Chris was like, "Whose turn is it?" Yeah, I literally <laughs> had to like, <laughs> like. I had to like stop. Because uh, I'm, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, please, by all means. Well, <laughs> I was going to just rant again how just insane that For was. For a second, I was trying to figure out exactly what you guys were talking about, but now I remember. So, um, yeah, I mean, first off, I'm fatigued, right? That was yeah. my first big tournament. Oh, yeah. In terms of like the, the time length, right? And yeah, you're right. The leading up to you had to play the top four against Hunter Nance was a, like a three hour Hunter. match. Like I was ready to beat my head against the door because we were both playing mono. You were playing mono white, so mm-hmm. he was playing mono water, like dudes, which is you know that deck is super slow anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember. So I'm already fatigued, and like, I passed. I passed the turn. I thought it was pretty audible, but I guess not. Um, but I remember <laughs> I'm sitting there, and uh, you know, I was, just, I was like, oh wow, like a break. This is really nice. You know, he's you know, we're just we're just chilling. Um, and, uh, when you said what you said, I was like, yeah, I did, I did pass the turn. Um, but also, I mean, I was just so tired, like, and, and also I'm a really nice guy too. It's like, you take as much time as you need to, and you know, to get what you need to do done. So I wasn't going to rush you or anything. So we could have sat there all night. You almost did. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you almost we, we did. We almost did. Yeah. Cause I wasn't going to like, cause it was on time. So like, I was going to let it take time too. 
And I hadn't drawn my cards for turn because I didn't know it was my turn. <laughs> and I didn't notice that too. I, I, I could have swore he was like. And I, I came in after that. Like you, you must have just, you must have been like, you must have just said it. I, I felt like I walked in after you drew your cards. You had like you had a few cards in your hand. Like it's not like you had like if you had yeah, one card like, in your hand, it'd be like, like okay. And that's the thing. He's like looking at them, looking at them, like looking up. Like he's thinking. That's what I thought. I was like, this this man is thinking. Like we're, we're yeah, and you games and, right, right now. Yeah, and, but like but like when you would look at like after a while you would look at him like like you you had that look in your eye like. I wonder what he's gonna do. What's he gonna play? What's, what do I do? I have. Then you look at your cards. Like, all right, do I have a response for what he could play? And then you look back down. Then he would look up, and then he would just, you know, like look at you, wait for something. Oh, yeah. He looked back down when you looked up. <laughs> like, like it was. Just, it was just, like Scooby Doo. It was. It was, it was insane. Like, yeah, I'll never forget those matches actually, because I remember. Oh man, I remember we had some missed triggers with Dataluma. With Dataluma. Yeah. And, yeah, um, and then I was reminded that Dottaluma should have been pinged like three times. Yeah, oh, yeah. but we didn't realize at the time that was a May. And mm-hmm. so, with that yeah. being said, actually, so if it's an auto trigger and then it's missed by by the controller, so you can miss a May. Yeah, mandatory triggers. Mm-hmm. You have to do your best to go back to the point where that trigger happens right. and activate that. Like, so yeah, we didn't made. know at the time. But yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I, think yeah. I just scooped that two forwards, and I was like, well, this should have happened. So yeah, like like the be- the best the best. Example I use for that, like say uh, legendary Steiner. If you're at three damage, he comes in. And you don't draw a card. Mm-hmm. Three turns later, if you remember, both you remember that you can draw that card. Then, which really? seems kind of loose because, like, oh, oh, I need a card in my hand. You know that can lead to some scummy plays. But yeah, but if both players miss it, then you know that's both players' fault. So you get you you, you get the card at that point. It's it's really weird. But no, every time I play Danny, it's been really good. They all have nothing but like really like like I highlight think, real I think quality we met, matches. Like, four times now in tournament, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. Well, I think uh, I think I really failed, and well, I, I I definitely didn't give you great games, Virginia Beach. I remember that one. You had my number that day, but it's yeah, always been in such a great series against you, man. Absolutely. Yeah, like you know, that's the thing about this. That's what I like, especially about the people sitting in this room. Like the the competition just keeps getting better and better. Like mm-hmm. we 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 raise the bar on each other every time we play. And I was just saying, uh, Steven's another great example. Who, you know, like. Two weeks ago, I was like, you know, get your head out of your ass, man. Like, but you did. Not only I don't show up all the time. I only show up sometimes. Dude, not only did you like you, you took a deep breath, like the deepest you could take, bent over, just removed your head from your ass, and just have been just on a tear lately. Keep it up, man. You've just been, you've been killing it. He's finally back in form. That's that's what it. That's what matters. I mean, that loss against Curtis, I don't know, I might have put me back down in my gut. No, no, oh, no, you're fine, man. You're, <laughs> you're fine. You, you got the bust that you wanted. That's what, that's what matters. You know what? True, true. Yeah. But um, I think the last announcement we're going to have before we wrap it up is uh, if you were watching our, our, our event today, you, I don't know if you saw a slide. Hey, Jason. Hey, what time is it? T-shirt time. T-shirt time. That's right. It's T-shirt time. You can go to Teespring. <laughs> Uh, a pretty obnoxious uh, URL, but um, we have I'll our. Post it on the Facebook. Yeah, page. please do. We'll post it on the Facebook page. But we have our uh, RVA Returners Win Blitz Tech Windmill Slam Saban T-shirt. Uh, if you if you were at Gen Con, you saw us wearing it. If you watched the stream today, you saw that we were advertising. It is live on Teespring. It's fifteen bucks. I think it's the best fifteen bucks you can spend, in my opinion. I second that. See, that's that's two votes. So um, you know, this will hopefully be the first of many uh pieces of merchandise we want to start getting the returner mats out there as soon as we find a cost-effective way to do that um you know i've already got the idea for the next t-shirt um man turns out resting nance face was a really really good <laughs> that's a really good hashtag that, that might be the hashtag resting nance face that's the name of the episode today boys appreciate that. i don't know if i can do that to hunter i, I think you can uh, he, he's a You're good sport he can games. take it 
they were calling. He he's now Duke Duke Largus Hunter Nance in the future, according, according to Cody. Oh, yeah, Cody was saying that in the chat. The whole time. Oh my god, Duke yeah. drops yeah. the Duke. He does. <laughs> the Duke haircut. drops the Duke. Yeah, man. But no, it was a great time today. Thank you for Hunter and Ryan for coming up. Both of those guys made top eight. Um, Hunter, always a fantastic player, always a fantastic sport. Um, I love just pretending that I'm giving him tote bags and play mats because he has a pile of each one. He's like, oh, goody, another one. <laughs> but, um, you know, thanks for listening as always, guys. Like I said, they're getting ready to kick us out of this store. So it's a little short. We, I'm really stretching it to the 40-minute mark, so we've got another 50 seconds of rambling. <laughs> 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 but that's that's what I want to do. So don't don't play me off yet, keyboard cat. Anybody want to say anything before we go? Anybody yeah. shameless plug? Anything? I want to get I this mean, to an even forty. Back on you guys saying on how Danny, uh, I mean, gives you guys the run for your money on matches. I mean, last time when I played him out in North Carolina, I thought I had the game, and he just flipped the corner on me, and it was rough. And and, and I, you know, he got me beat. Uh, the the, last chance, the qualifier games, where so yeah. uh, Adam got it. I played him in top four. And, I mean, it was a top four. Top top, I played him in top in my first round, and I got the first match pretty one-sided. And then second match, one-sided in his favor. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, we just grinded it out, and he wound up taking it from me. And yeah. then today, too. I mean, he, he killed me in Swiss, but uh, he got the first one. Yeah. And then I had, the other two were – it was not an easy match. I mean, I had a grind for him. So, I mean, he's, he's definitely got uh, the competitive. So, you're saying you got the last laugh today, huh? I did today. I did. Today, I did it, but, but not in the last four times or three times we played. He's he's, he's came out on top. Oh, yeah, so I had to finally get one. <laughs> Absolutely, Dan, Danny's got Danny's gotten the best of me too. So don't don't feel bad. He's, but here's the thing: there's nothing, there's no shame in losing to not only a player who has proven himself, but just a a, a you're a class act human being, and B, you 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 make really smart decisions with you playing. The only thing today I saw that you did that I would have that I would regret. When you discarded a Papalama to play a Papalama, I was like, that's going to come back to bite him. Sure enough, it did. Yeah, what, what game was that one? Game uh, two against, uh, it was, was it in Swiss or was it? It, it was in Swiss, actually. Okay. Yeah, it was against Colin, I think. Yeah, it was against Colin. Like, that was huge. Like, if you wouldn't have discarded the Papalama, you could have gotten in another. I mean, granted, he flipped all those bursts on you, but, like, um, I felt like pitching the Papalama to play a Papalama was, was a huge misplay. Yeah, I think, uh, well, actually, since we already decided we were going to have to draw anyway. Oh, there it is. Like, I wasn't like in the. Sure, sure, sure. We were just jamming for fun. Honestly, that deck stresses me out so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, it should. <laughs> I, was going, I was like looking over my hand and my heart. And sure, I was like, That's hey, why I didn't there. want to play him in top eight. <laughs> I was just like, I had to play you again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But this time I have wall, so I was okay. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, once yeah. you. Against the X burst deck, you slam wall on the table and you just. You, you play him, you give the chop signaling passive turn. Mm. Go. Yeah, but that's gonna, that's gonna, that's, that's going to wrap it up, Dave. So we, these guys can go home, and we can go home. Um, you know, thanks for listening as always, guys. Danny, Thank thanks guys. for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Shameless plug, Richard Turks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Pocket Gaming down in the coast. Yeah, big time. Guys. Great guys. Great scene. <laughs> All right, yeah. I see that's what Jason called you over to say. All right. Yes. Yeah, so. He's a shameless. He's like he said. They said a shameless plug. Like just say say our channel. I was like. I was like. Let's plug, let's plug, let's plug. I think we'll fade out on yeah. that one. Play us off, keyboard cat. <laughs> All right. Love it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners. And make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes.